On today's episode of The Breakaway, Cam Salerno. We got some great stuff coming up on high school soccer, the CIF section championships coming up this week. We are hosting the Division I section playoffs and section championships, excuse me, at Heart Health Park on Thursday, 4.30 and 7.30 kick. Four of those games should be a lot of fun. Come on out, watch some of the best in the region in high school sports. It should be very, very fun. Cam Salerno is going to talk to us about some of these teams, some of these players, and some of his favorite stories from throughout the high school soccer season. So a lot to get to with Cam Salerno coming up later this week. We'll have another podcast dropping on Thursday, the day of CIF, and that'll be back to more of Sac Republic soccer, talking about training camp, talking about getting ready for the season. We'll get to Cam Salerno, but first, dreaming of traveling to Italy, Visit VJB Cellars in the heart of the Sonoma Valley and feel as though you have stepped into an Italian piazza. Taste award-winning Italian varietals, enjoy authentic wood-fired pizzas, and finish your visit with a scoop of gelato. A perfect way to spend your day. A quick 90-minute drive from Sacramento to a slice of Italy in the Sonoma wine country. Visit www.vjbcellars.com or give us a call to plan your visit today. At Oak Grove Charter School, our students chase their dreams. Student advance at their own pace. EGCS offers flexible schedules, small class sizes, and accelerated learning in a fully accredited learning environment. We help students balance their academic goals while pursuing their passions in club sports, performing arts, entrepreneurship, and much, much more. Elk Grove Charter School is now enrolling. Learn more by going to egcs.egusd.net or give us a call at 916-714-1653. We're confident our students will astound you. All right, let's do it. Welcome to The Breakaway, a Sacramento Republic podcast. Bandit in the box! Unbelievable strike! <laughs> My goodness, what a defensive play! Half the crowd can't even believe it! From the Sacramento Bee, Cam Salerno is here, and it's time to talk to talk CIF section championships. There's so much going on from Division One to Division Seven. Uh, obviously, the Division One section championships coming up Thursday at Heart Health Park. I'll be there. Are you? Do you know where you're going to be at yet? Yeah, I should be there. I mean, okay. it's it's pretty hectic. I think I think I told you off the air. I mean, this is our busiest week of the whole year, honestly, because. Yeah. People say, well, with football playoffs, it's only one day, maybe Saturday, Friday. With football or with soccer and uh, basketball going on, it's pretty much every single day. I mean, we have games going on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So it's definitely the busiest week of the year, and it's 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 definitely fun. So let's we'll, we'll get back to the Division One, but l- let's go through some of the other uh, playoffs uh, championships that are coming up. Who has been, I mean, maybe the most surprising team um, to to make it this far in all these various brackets, yeah, I mean Lincoln is stocked in in the girls bracket. They're in, obviously in the Division One championship. They're the right. number eleven seat. They beat St. Francis. They beat number two McClatchy, and so that's really impressive. Uh, pretty cool run they're on. I mean, it's it's kind of a bummer because they have to play number one Oak Ridge, who is probably the best team and one of the best teams in Northern California, if not the entire nation. Um, so it's definitely a tough matchup for them. I got to see Christian Brothers play. On Friday, really good game. I mean, I've covered two soccer playoff games and both went to PK, so that's always pretty fun. What? Uh, what? So you you said you covered that game. What? Um, what has been your biggest like takeaway? Right, because you covered Sac Republic a couple years ago. You covered us a little bit last year as well. 
What has been your biggest takeaway from watching some of these games? I mean, I think the intensity is back. I know there wasn't playoffs last year, so people are kind of finding their competitive spirit again. And for a lot of these players, I know you know this, Connor, a lot of uh, rosters have a lot of freshmen, sophomores, and juniors. And so most of these players, it's their first taste of the playoffs. They didn't have that experience last year, obviously. So it's pretty cool to see them kind of come about. I mean, obviously, as we know, having senior leadership on a championship team is vital. And so you're seeing that with some of these teams like Oak Ridge, who has a, have a really strong senior class. That's how they've really gone this far, and that's they've carried the load. As far I mean, do you do you have opinions on who you think is going to kind of win each each section championship in various divisions? Yeah, I think I think Oak Ridge is going to win Division One. I. I think Whitney will win okay. uh, the boys' side. Uh, Whitney has a, just a great coach. I've gotten to know him over the years. Really nice guy. Uh, he's helped me out with a few things. Um, Oak Ridge. It's just really talented. Uh, via Max, I think they're like a top 10 team in the nation uh, as far as those rankings go. And obviously, they're not always accurate, but it's still pretty cool. Uh, girls Division 2 is Granite Bay and Whitney. I think Granite Bay is going to win that one. Uh, Granite Bay has had some really strong teams over the years. Uh, they lost to Davis uh, a few years ago. I think that's the last soccer section championship game I covered, and that was three years ago. So wow. uh, it's been a while. But, yeah, Davis had some really good girls teams over the last um, few years, and uh, it, they were the powerhouse in the entire section. Now uh, it's teams like Oak Ridge who are uh, leaving their stamp on the section. How does it work as far as division like divisions? Because I feel like I saw something. I know this is not – we're not talking basketball, but I because I'm an Elk Grove alum, I saw that they coin flipped, I believe, with Jesuit to see – Yeah. Who, I forget who it was to see who would be it was, going uh, to It was Sheldon. Too. And so Sheldon. It, it is weird because, I mean, for basketball – it's same what happened with Oak Ridge and Folsom girls basketball. They both tied as co-champs of the SFL, but Oak Ridge won the coin toss. So they got the number one overall seat. And those, I mean, whoever won the SFL was going to get the number one overall seat in that division. And same kind of with Elk Grove Sheldon, they flipped a coin and for Elk Grove, they kind of got the benefit because now they don't have to go to division one, which is a stacked division. Now division two is wide open. Uh, Top seed Ponderosa, who's twenty seven and zero, coming to the playoffs, lost in the opening round. So I mean, it, anything can happen. I think with soccer, it's it's a little different. I think because the better teams are uh, advancing more, but there definitely are upsets. And I think, like we, I said earlier, Lincoln Stockton's on a really good run. Do you think that? I mean, you mentioned what teams you think are probably going to to win here in the in Division One, since that's the game that, that I'll be at and that you'll be at. Uh, what, what are your thought process? Because I'm I'm doing I'm PA announcing the game. So I gotta, you know, I gotta have a dog in the fight, right? You gotta yeah. tell me, give me a good story of of one of their players or or anything coaching that that you think uh, that I should know going into that game. Oak Ridge has a lot of Division One commits, and I know they're gonna have even more going forward. I think they have a girl mm-hmm. going to Cal Poly, they have a girl going to West Virginia, and so they're staffed. I mean, I don't know the actual numbers, but I'm pretty sure they have the most Division One commits of any uh, school in the in at least in Sacramento. And so that's that's a cool storyline, I think. Yeah. They're, they, I think they won a section championship last or last time they played. I think they beat Folsom. And so they're definitely, I think, the top dog in the fight. I think if anyone's going to win it, it's them. Whitney is a really cool story. I think they're going for their first section championship in school history. Uh, really good team. I know their coaches talk them up for the entire season. I remember him telling me that they were going to be a team that nobody really wanted to play. And so now they have the chance to uh, prove their worth. Well, and I, I mean, Whitney's relatively new school as well. I don't know how, but 10 years old, 15 years old. feels like it's, yeah. you know, I'm getting old. So 
Yeah, I, yeah, it's newer. It's, I feel old whenever I see a new school come up. I mean, West Park just opened up uh, last year. And that's right. a school I saw pretty much get built from the ground up because I grew up in Roseville. And so I think it's pretty cool to see those new schools open. I mean, I think Joe and I were talking about a few months ago how many new schools have come about in the last even decade. And it's a ton. It's dozens. So it's pretty incredible. Uh, and you mentioned my guy, Joe Davidson. Love that guy uh, hosting the show. Is it once a week? Is it once a week? It's on Mondays, right? Yeah, no, it's on Thursdays. Uh, Thursdays. I don't even know, honestly, what day we used to do. I think we used to do it on Tuesdays. And then we kind of uh, we switched to Thursdays for uh, football wise. And so it's oh, been yeah. really fun. Yeah, we started during uh, COVID. And obviously, I think everyone knows that during COVID, it was tough to kind of come up with those stories and get people on because, I mean, there was really no sports. And so now it's pretty cool to see it kind of come about because we're back kind of in full swing and we're able to play sports. So I think it's awesome that we're having these section finals. Uh, I don't think people really understood how important these are until it's taken away. And so I think it's going to be awesome to have these games play out. On the on the boys' side here for Division One section championships, I mean, Modesto is not really in your guys' range, but have you heard anything about them, uh, you know, what they play like, anything like that when they go in to play uh, Whitney? I don't know, but I haven't really heard a lot, but I know they're 18. They haven't lost the season. They are 18-0-3, and, and so uh, they had no business being a number four seat. So it's pretty right. incredible. They, ups, they upset Davis, who I think was right. – kind of the the title or the title contender and for years it was the girls on the davis side who were the dominant team so for them to go down obviously it shows how good modesto is they held davis to zero goals which is incredible and so i think it's gonna be a really interesting test i mean whitney plays in the sfl which is probably the best league in northern california for almost all sports i mean you can make argument uh for a few in the bay area but i think it's the best in sacramento and probably even norcal and it's not just for football, it's for soccer, it's for basketball, it's for baseball, uh, you name it. And so I think it's going to be interesting to see how Whitney matches up with them. I know Whitney has a few Division One commits too. I think two of them are going to Gonzaga. So it's going to be really, um, I'm curious how that game's going to go. And I, I just want to say, I think it's awesome they're playing at Heart Health Park. I think it's incredible. I mean, like you said, I've gotten a chance to cover some games uh, at the place. And I covered it during COVID when literally no one was there. You could probably yeah. count on your fingers how many people were in attendance. And I've obviously covered a game where there was fans in the stands. So I think it's awesome. It's a cool venue. It's a great place. I mean, I think it'd be it's it's the golden one of uh, soccer fields. I think in Sacramento. Yeah. What is it like? Difference? Like you you've seen a couple games here at home fields. And uh, what do you think the what do you think how do you think it's gonna be different for some of these players playing at a neutral site and maybe a little bit bigger I, of a field? I think it's going to be really cool because it just gives them the Golden 1 experience. I, I don't want to compare it to those two, but when you go out play a Golden 1 in a section championship game, you know it's a big venue. You know, you know this is where the Kings play. And I think as time goes on, people are going to start to think the same of Heart Health Park. They're going to use it as the destination. Hey, we're going to we're going to the section championship game. And it's a big-time venue because obviously Sacramento plays there. And so I think it's going to be really cool for these players to get that experience. Win or lose, I think it's gonna be it's something you're gonna look back on and say, Hey, I played there. And so I think it's it's a perfect venue for high school soccer. I think this is long overdue and I think it's awesome they're playing there. Oh, I can't wait, man. I'm I am fired up. I'm as fired up as you are uh, for the section championships. Hey, I wanna ask you too, like I, I'm curious is uh what does what what to expect with some of these fan bases, right? We got um a couple teams coming from uh SoCal or not SoCal, but south of Sacramento, right? Modesto, yeah. Lincoln, 
Um, but when we got Whitney, um, we, which is up in up in Rockland area, what what can I expect with some of these fan bases? They're gonna get yeah. Loud and I mean, I mean, there hasn't been amazing crowds at soccer games this year. I mean, I, I went to um, one of our uh, guys, Jim Patrick, who works for the Sacramento Bee. I uh, went and saw a game with him at Wood Creek where they're playing Del Oro, and there was a pretty good crowd. There was a few hundred people there. And so, I mean, I saw Christian Brothers uh, when they played Ponderosa. It was probably about 150, maybe 200 people. And so I hope there's a good crowd. I mean, this is this is the best of the best in Sacramento and the Sac Joaquin section. I mean, you have two really good teams. You have – it's local. I mean, Oak Ridge is a little far, I mean, I guess. El Dorado Hills is Sacramento. It's 30 minutes or so. But Whitney is like 25 minutes, so – I don't think it's that big of a drive. I think if anyone is a fan of these teams, I mean, there's no other games going on on Thursday. I think it's really cool how it's kind of isolated. Um, I think there's maybe one other section final on Thursday, but most of the games are on Tuesday and Wednesday. So I think it's a perfect time if you're a student of either of these schools to come out and enjoy the experience because it, it is one of the best places, I think, to even just go to a game. I mean, I know I love just – I know I'm covering it and I'm a media guy, but I love just going to – the heart health park and just kind of relaxing and watching soccer. It's, it's just, a, it's a really cool venue. It is. And I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of fun, a little bit of a, a different, a different atmosphere, but it's going to be entertaining for sure. I, I'm, I know you've written a bunch of stories this year, um, but if you like what stories stood out to you or what player or, or what team who had, who's had the best story this year, as far as um, what players have, has a really cool story that you've covered or you've even have one of your colleagues covered. Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. I think when we covered Christian Brothers last week, uh, it was really cool. Their head coach is a very superstitious guy. And when I, I went up to him, he had his uh, he had his fingers taped. And I kind of asked him about it. I'm like, why do you have your fingers taped? That's kind of odd. But he said it's, it's a superstition he's had since he was younger. And he's done it every single game. He wears the exact same socks. He wears the same shoes. He wears the same pants same shirt everything he says i wash it all before the game i i'm a very superstitious person and i asked some of his players about it and they said they're very they're kind of superstitious as well they have the same handshake same chest bump all that they do every single game and so i think that's really cool and what's i think interesting about that matchup which is mr lago christian brothers is they're rivals and they are in the same division or in the same conference and the same league and so they played each other twice already so it's going to be the the final match uh winner take all essentially and both teams have won a game so i think that's the coolest thing i've seen this year and i think it's pretty cool to see that kind of superstition because you never you don't really hear a lot about that are you a, are you a superstitious sports sports writer i'm not a superstitious sports writer but i am somewhat of a superstitious fan uh, if okay. I, if, of, of my teams I, i'm a little superstitious i, I didn't know the like... same same shirt kind of same area i feel like if i get up and something bad happens i feel like it's my fault uh, yeah. Hey, uh, I don't want to put you on the spot, um, but this is great talking CIF. That game, uh, the D1 game coming up on Thursday, we'll both be there. Uh, what are you, I mean, we, we haven't talked really Sac Republic at all, and you were talking to me what I thought about it, but what, what are you, how are you feeling about the season? I think it's going to be fun. I mean, obviously it was a disappointing season last year, missed the playoffs, but I think they're, they're going to be out for revenge this season. I think this is the year they're going to make the playoffs. Um, I mean, I, it's just an isolated thing. I mean, we're, Sacramento fans are so used to success. So when something bad happens or a, a minimal slip up, everyone thinks it's the end of the world. I promise it's not the end of the world. Every team goes through uh, stretches like this. So I think they're going to be back in the playoffs. I think they're a fun team to watch. It's fun that, I mean, we have the full slate again. If I, my memory serves me right, I don't think there was even full attendance for the season opener last year. 
So I think no. it's going to be really fun to have a full season of full capacity and full fans at Hartwell Park. Yeah, with 2,200 last year at opening night. I remember, I mean, it, it felt like a ton of fans compared to the 2020 season when there were none, but this is going to feel a little bit different. Yeah, um, I mean, there's there was, I mean, we've had some funny stories just like when we went there and there was literally no fans. I mean, there yeah. was, you can count, there's probably 20 people in the entire stadium minus like the soccer staff. And that was video, that was essential staff. I mean, there was a few media people when we kind of formed a, like a little alliance because we all went every single day. And I also look forward to that. I look back at COVID and I mean, I know COVID still going on, but I look back at that time and I really reminisce because it was a really cool time period because it gave me something to look forward to. I mean, because yeah. obviously I wasn't leaving the house all that often. So it was pretty cool to go down there and cover a game every once in a while. And it was a really cool experience. And I can't forget about the Chipotle burritos because uh, those are amazing. I, I joke with John Jacobs. I'm looking forward to him having my Chipotle burrito on Thursday. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, man. Well, uh, we will see you on it. Wait, did I, did I miss anything? Is there anything that I need to know that fans need to go? About uh, this, the next go, couple watch, weeks? go watch the game. I promise it. It's a cool venue. It's a cool atmosphere. You're going to love what's inside there. And I, I just, I hope people get, come because it's, it's awesome. I mean, you see there, there hasn't been amazing crowds of golden one for the section finals. Cause obviously it, it does cost money and it does. It's a time commitment, but I suggest people to come. I mean, it's it's awesome. It's a cool crowd, cool atmosphere, and you won't want to miss it. Yeah, I'm excited as well. Uh, I uh, I haven't I haven't done announcing for uh, section championships in like four years, three years, four years. Uh, I think the last time was when I met you. Yeah, exactly. It was at yeah. baseball. Yeah, at Sac City. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I'm excited. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's nothing like uh, teams. One and done. You got to play for your lives, and uh, this is that's even what I love. Business. That's yeah. what I love about the section playoffs. It's literally one and done. You can have one slip up, and your whole season's over. Yeah. I know with with section finals, if you if you make it to the section final in the Sac Joaquin section, you get an automatic berth to the NorCal um, NorCal right. tournament, which is nice because obviously uh, your season's not over even if you lose this week. Yeah. But I I know people want to win this. This is for a lot of people. This is the highlight of their entire athletic career. So it's a huge moment. It's it is, and it's going to be fun. Uh, and I I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be a little cold. Have you seen the weather at all? No, but I know. I when I went to the Christian Brothers game, I was in like a nice parka jacket, and I was pretty cold. So I definitely need to dress up. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm getting ready, and we'll have uh, the academy. We'll be playing a little bit. Our Sac Republic Academy will be playing a little bit in between uh, the two games to to keep it interesting. So it'll be just a fun report. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Cam Salerno, thank you so much, my friend. What um, <clears throat> people can follow you on Twitter? What's your Twitter handle, and how what stories are you working on? Uh, follow me at Cameron Salerno one C A M E R O N S A L E R N O one. Uh, I'm just I'm. This is the busiest week of the whole entire year for me. So I'll be covering some basketball, covering some soccer. It's gonna be really fun. I'm I'm looking forward to telling these stories. How many How many stories you got to do this week? <sighs> I don't want to think about that. I think it's probably. <laughs> let's see, one, two. Three, four, five, maybe like seven or eight. So wow. it's going to be brutal. <laughs> but well, this is the best uh, job in the world. I mean, we get to watch sports for a living. So, so I, do I need to have some coffee ready for you on Thursday? I'm not a coffee guy. I don't. I don't drink caffeine. I know I'm weird. Okay. I, don't, I don't drink caffeine or soda. But I'm, I'm definitely. Uh, I'll, I'll get. A, I'll get a jolt of energy. I'll, I'll find All a right. way. I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping we're going to have some good matches. I would love a PK shootout. I um. Oh, it's one of my favorite things in sports. P- 
PK shootouts are so nerve wracking. I get nervous even watching. And yeah. I think what's what's so I think what's so beautiful about PKs and about the sport of soccer is uh, there was a moment where um, I forget who missed it. It was either a Ponderosa player or a Christian Brothers player. They missed the shot, and everyone was just devastated because, like, when you miss a PK, it's it's almost over because like the chances of you just continuing to make them like are really high. And it was really cool because a goalie made a great save and it kind of got them back in the game. So it's it's a pretty cool moment. And obviously, when you win that that jolt of acceleration of uh, a victory is pretty sweet. Yeah, it's like the the slow build up and basically it's two to three seconds of action and just intensity in between. Yeah, it's fun, exactly. man. I'm hoping for one. I'm hoping for one. Yeah, um, I think we'll get game. it. I think we'll get. I think I think the boys game might go to PKs. That's my guess. Oh, prediction. I like it. Yeah, I like it. All right. Well, I'm excited. Uh, bring yeah, bring your park. It's gonna get cold, uh, but it'll be a lot of fun. Hard Health Park this Thursday, four thirty and seven thirty. Four thirty for the girls. I think seven thirty for the boys. Unless I haven't flip flopped, I'm pretty. I think sure it's I think it's four thirty for the girls and then seven for the boys. I believe is that. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. That's a good good poll. All right, Cam Salerno, thank you so much, my friend, and we will see you on Thursday. Thank you. Appreciate it. Our thanks to Cam Salerno for talking to us about the section championships. Join us on Thursday at Heart Health Park for the championship games for the girls and boys division one. Uh, the final game of the playoffs, uh, 7.30 kick for Modesto Whitney. I know earlier we just said 7. It's a 7.30 kick, Modesto Whitney for the boys and for the girls, a 4.30 kickoff, Oak Ridge against Lincoln of Stockton. And in between, there will be a little bit of a Sac Republic Academy showcase uh, that will be in between the two games. So that should be fun. It's com- coming up on Thursday. I'll be there. It should be a blast, a great opportunity to see some of the best in the area uh, in soccer. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We hope you join us. You can go to tickets, go to CIFSJC.org to grab your tickets. Uh, it should be a lot of fun, and we hope to see you there. All right, we'll be back on Thursday with more Republic FC content. We thank you for joining us, and as always, Go Republic!